Hello, and welcome back to the Horror of the Emerald Valley. This is our Earth Dawn one-shot, and we are having a ton of fun with it. We, I think, uh, I think we're about to do some fighting. Combat. Yeah. Before we get started, I want to invite everyone over to join us over on the Cast Junkie server, because you can find Rob and us uh, over there. Speaking of Rob, say hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Rob is our guest GM for this one shot and he has been very good we have been enjoying him and he's been very helpful because this is a little crunchier system than we usually use but still not the crunchiest yeah not not (laughs) no that still belongs to Shadowrun. yeah yes (laughs) um but yeah at least we have a dice roller that works really well for this system (laughs) um but uh, i will go ahead and let us find out what happened last time well we started off at the tavern there's something a bit suspicious about this, I think. Something's off. The Pearl apparently has been at the commission for longer than they were saying. Uh, but we headed onto the ship. It was a bit of a rough takeoff, uh, unexpected turbulence. But introduced everyone to the crew. Started a friendly, maybe duel with uh, the two swordsmen, which has been interesting. Uh, but we got a bit interrupted. There seems to be some Sky Raiders heading our direction. And we're back. Rob, you want to take it away? All right. You're all aboard the Dawn's Fortune. Am I got, have I got that name right, Dana? I think so. It's not Fortune's Dawn. <laughs> okay. Dawn's I'm Fortune. Sure it's Dawn's Fortune. Dawn's Fortune. And Let me um, double check. Jen Scapperly and um, Saliak are having a friendly Jet duel. Scapperly. Oh my, that's never not funny. That will never not be funny. It's <laughs> a great name. Yeah. Yeah. And Hannah, I believe it was you, your character, Quinemea, who noticed um, that there are raiders in the air yeah. coming down, raining down. And I'm actually going to get you to roll what's called a half magic roll in the system. And what Ooh. that is, is you take your, in this case, perception and add your circle, which is four. So roll perception plus four, and you have the option of using karma. And what this will be for is a test to see if you A, recognize these particular raiders and recognize what it is that they are potentially trying to do. Um, so is it my step plus four? Yes. Okay. You know what? I'll use a karma. I'll put one in for karma. Awesome. And how much karma does that use? Just one. Oh, really? Ooh, re-rolls. Ooh, there we go. Right. So you got a re-roll on one of those, so exploding dice. So on a 15, yeah. that's really good. So um, you're noticing two things as these Sky Raiders are falling from the sky above you. So you recognize the talent they're using as Wind Catcher, and this is a technique they use to actually do a controlled fall from another airship. Uh, so there yeah. is probably another airship hidden nearby. And on a 15 there, I'm going to give you some extras here. Uh, another thing that you're noticing is you haven't seen another airship yet, so you think they're using what's called a Krilla technique, which is based on this giant maggot-looking flying creature called a Krilla. When it attacks, it tends to attack from the vector of the sun, so that it gets, you know, you can't see it so easily because the sun is in the way. Um, and so probably if you look over towards the sun and blot it out, you'll probably see another airship up there. Oh no! And until you land, you won't know who they are, but... Um, you know, the raiders can be up to all kinds of things, you know, so that's... Yeah. <laughs> Till they land, we'll see. Okay. So so she told us about this, yes? Yeah, so what are you going to do? 
So they're using a control, they're falling slowly? They are falling in a controlled way that they can control like how softly they land, basically. they can. And still... this is magic? It is magic. I'm gonna make them fall fast. <laughs> I have to spell magic. Can Ooh. I use that? Probably, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's a talent. I mean, can I try to make one of them fall fast? <laughs> yeah, so let's get into combat then. Okay. Yay. <laughs> I just feel like they're probably up to no good if they're sneaking in above us. I'm going to yeah. give you a little bit of an extra flavor to the scene here just so that um, those who might be focused, such as Wesley's character, Saliak, in a little duel right now, um, might get a chance. So I will get Saliak to roll a quick awareness if you have that. If you don't have it, it's straight perception. As a talent, I don't believe I do. Did we not warn everybody at the closeout of the last episode? I don't, I don't recall. I'm pretty sure one of us yelled pirates are coming. So like... Oh, okay. Yeah, if one I'm of you almost yelled certain. I, I'm not sure if it was Hannah's character or my character that noticed them, but one of us yelled pirates. Okay, so if I that think. happens, then um, we'll just do a simple It has simple been a little while perception. since we recorded. So. Okay, just... Yeah, just roll perception step. Just perception. That is a six on six. That's good enough to notice that just over the shoulder, maybe, of Gent Scapperly, and he doesn't notice at all. He's just getting ready to, <laughs> to put in another blow. You think, uh, oh boy, you know, just from the corner of your eye, something's about to fall on Gent Scapperly, probably. Trying okay. To blindside uh, him. I, I think, that. uh, I think very, Excellent. that's awesome. Without it, without even saying a word, I think, I think he just kind of smirks and then he will very calmly step backwards and to the left in order to avoid what might be falling. <laughs> okay. So we're going to get everyone to roll initiative. So your initiative step, um, it's based on your dexterity and then it's lowered by armor if you got heavy armor or anything. Uh, but uh, one exception is that um, as a swordmaster, uh, Saliak, you have, I believe, let me check your sheet, but I believe you have Tiger Dance. Uh, sorry, Tiger Spring. Let me check. Did you take that? Maybe you did. As a take talent, that. I d Ignore I don't that. believe I did. You did not. I have a. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I, I do have a very high dexterity, but. Yep. You're rolling straight uh, initiative, just like everyone else. I have step seven for initiative. Yes. I, so everyone I had step six, but I rolled a one. Yeah, mages. They're often yeah. rolling low on this stuff. I got a nine. Oh, I got a seven. I, I got a four on my D4 and it re-rolled with a three, so I got a seven. Okay. Wow. Oh. You rolled better than me with half my step. Yep. <laughs> to be fair, I literally couldn't roll worse. All right, so what's Thravek's initiative? Uh, seven. Seven, all right, Quinn? Nine. Nine, nice. Sal? One. No, <laughs> <laughs> so what? The Raiders rolled seven and Mixie rolled one too, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the way combat works here is that we go in initiative order. Every round, there is a new initiative rolled. So Quinn, you're first on nine. Um, yeah. What would you like to do? First, I would like to use Battle Shout, which is a nice. simple action. Um, so whichever one of these raiders is closest to me, I'd like to shout at them, please. <laughs> All right, awesome. So I'm thinking like, it, you, you you beat them in initiative, so technically they haven't landed yet, but you can take that extra second and just wait for them to land and then shout on them. And so yeah. what you see happen is that you see two of them very <laughs> unadeptly miss the boat completely and keep falling. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is Whee! landed, but in a precarious spot on the edge, um, kind of up to the far right to you, of you. 
Uh, where are you on the boat, actually? I should check out on that. Um, I think when we left off, I was kind of towards the, um, near this, I don't know, ship terms, steering area. Um, yeah, steering, that's where I imagine. I imagine that, um, Saliak and, um, Jen Scapperly were probably on the main deck. Yep. Doing their yeah. thing, doing their duel. That's called and, the helm. Because uh, I yelled down at them and told them not to spill blood on the deck or they'd have to clean it up. Exactly. <laughs> you see one that looks like it's going to land behind Gent. Um, and okay. they're uh, Kieran and Novius, uh, your first and second mate, I believe it is, look to be positioned and ready to take on a couple of them. You're not sure if there's any going to be landing behind you and uh, where the others are. But um, yeah, those are the ones you see right away. There might be others around, but okay. there's a handful around. Yeah, I'll just go for whichever one is closest to me, which I'm guessing is the one that landed behind Gent, but... Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Battershell you can use against the entire group. Oh, can I? Let me check that. Let's see. Oh, now it says the adept issues a loud shout intimidating a single foe. Never mind. Yeah. Um, they must be within five. All right, so yeah, which one are you going after? Uh, yeah, just the whichever one's closest. So I think that's the one behind Gent. Yeah, okay, go for that. So... I will just roll my step for battle show. Yeah, so you take a point of strain and roll your, so it's a rank plus charisma thing. And this is a simple action. So roll your battle shout. That Ooh, is a nine. a nine. So that is against their social defense, I believe. Let me double mm-hmm. check that. So that is a hit. So Ooh. they hit get a negative two penalty for each um, action, for each success. That is one success. So yes. yeah. That worked. That's that one. Now you've got your battle shout passed. What are you going to do? I'm going to run up to that one that I just shouted at and attack them with my thorn, which is basically like a scorpion stinger on my tail. Nice. Oh, cool. So roll that. Ooh, four. Not a very, Not good, a very one. good one. Nope. <laughs> four. So, yeah. Quinamela, I guess, Oof. I'm guessing you do a, just a leap off the from the steering down to the deck. Yeah, I just jump right off there and down onto the main And deck. you miscalculate, like, didn't you? jumps off and uses, like, the knees. Yeah. I think you miscalculate and just go right past, maybe, uh, where this where this guy landed. Yeah. Or is about to land, and Jen, Jen's looking up at you going, what are you doing? <laughs> 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 I'm going to have Jen go at the same Captain time as the Raiders. <laughs> so uh, I'll just put all the NPCs together. So, Ty between Andrew and the Raider. So, Ty goes to the player. So, Thravak goes next. Ah, oh, nice. So, I think I was standing close to steering. I think me and... Uh, what's your character's name again, Susanna? Mixie. Mixie, okay. Yeah, I think me and Mixie had come up from below decks to watch the duel, and I think we were standing fairly close to the captain. So, I'm probably closest to the same Raider that uh, Quinamea just went after. So... I think all that Thravek's going to do is he's just going to say, uh, Haha, let's see uh, what story these raiders have for us today. And he's going to run up and try and attack one with his scythe and axe. Okay, attacking the same one. Mm-hmm. So roll your, in this case, melee weapons. Um, I got an 11. Nice. So an 11, you hit. Uh, your, so the way the system works here, so you roll the melee weapons or whatever kind of weapons you're using. That is a test to see if you hit uh, versus their physical defense. Basically 11. Yes, that hits enough. Mm, I'm going to say this guy's going to try to avoid blow on you. And Attempt. All right. So he has to beat an 11. 
He is not going to beat an 11. He does not. So <laughs> nice. Oof. Now you get to roll your damage step. So this is basically your strength plus your weapon damage. And um, you have, as a weapon master, you're wielding your own weapon, aren't you? Yes, I am. This is one that I made myself. As a weapon smith, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, that means you can spend karma on damage, which very few people can do that. That's neat. Nice. You know what? Honestly, I don't think I've spent any or very little karma so far, so I think I will do that. I think I'll try and take this guy out quite quickly. <laughs> so uh, my damage step is 11, and then I'm going to yeah. add a bonus step of 4 because I'm using one karma on that. I got a 17. Oof. Wow, okay. Ooh. I rolled two Ow. sevens on a D10 and a D8, and my D6 was a 3. Nice. All right, so what that does is you do 17 damage minus whatever their armor is, and that's what they take. And that is, I believe, enough for a wound. It is enough for a wound. So just to give you a bit more description, actually, these aren't just raiders. These are trolls. These are troll sky raiders. Oh. So they're they're big. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> big, beefy ones. Boys. So sorry about <laughs> leaving that point out. I may have mentioned it at the end of the last one, but yeah. Yeah, part you part might have mentioned it at the end of the last one, yeah. Big and beefy. Big beefy boys. That's fine. I'm not scared of a big beefy boy. I am. Bring it on. The vast majority of Sky Raiders are <laughs> trolls. Ah, okay. So, um, it has to roll. You did over the wound threshold, and you didn't do enough to do a knockdown, though. So, it took a quite a hefty wound, which means it takes another negative one. Nice. Um, and is hurting. <laughs> we'll say that. Nice. Good awesome. job, Andrew. That makes me happy. Next up, we have some raiders. So... What's going to happen? That one that um, Andrew attacked that was going to go after Gent. Gent is very confused. He's going to turn around and try to hit, but um, uh, we're going to say not succeed very well because he is just absolutely confused. <laughs> and then we go with this raider who is negative three to everything he's doing, <laughs> as it is, who's just not having a good day, going to try to take a swipe uh, instead at Andrew, uh, at, um, sorry, at Thravek, uh, and see if he can hit. He's gonna use karma. Does 11 hit your physical defense, Thravek? I'm pretty sure it does. Um, yes, my physical is nine, so that hits me. Do you have a void blow, or would you like to try to avoid blow? I don't have it as a talent. Which means you can roll your raw dexterity and try to beat 11. I mean, my raw dexterity is my worst stat, so step. step five. So I don't think I can even beat it unless I hit an eight once. Um, you say you just take one point of strain to try it. You just take one point of strain to try it. Yeah, I might as well. I might as well do that. You do have a lot of um, a lot of health, so yeah, yeah. Let's go for it. All right, and you're kind of basically expecting you know you have to get a reroll to do it, but hey. <laughs> You have a chance. I have to get a re-roll. Yeah, because I'm only a step five, so. Yeah. So roll to try to avoid blow. I got a seven, so I did not. I was one off from getting the re-roll. Good try. (laughs) That's a good good roll, roll. though. Yeah, good try. Okay, this one's coming at you with a, um, we'll say a two-handed axe. I'm going to try to hit you. Sorry, he's already guaranteed to hit you, but you're going to take 14 damage minus your physical armor. So what's your physical armor? My physical armor is five. Okay, so you're taking nine damage. What is your wound threshold? My wound threshold is 
11. Okay, so you do not take a wound from that. Nice. So the way wound thresholds work is if you take all of that in one hit, if you take 11 in one hit, you get a wound, which gives you a negative one modifier for mm -hmm. all your steps from there on until you heal. But thankfully you didn't get that. You just take the damage. I think it was nine points of damage. And we're going to go with another raider coming after. Um, there, there's some clashing on board. Um, you all notice between the first mate and second mate and the pair, uh, three of them. And um, Wesley, uh, you got one coming after coming after Saliak. So I'm going to roll their actual step because uh -oh. one that isn't um, uh, affected by the battle shout. And uh, 13, does that hit your physical defense? Physical is 12, but I do have armor, so... No, nope, armor won't. Armor just is damage, so this is whether it hits you or not. Yeah. Then, yes, I am. I am hit. Yep. You got a couple... Or I will be hit, depending. You might be hit. You have a couple options as a swordmaster, one of which is repost. This is actually a two-handed sword coming at you, so it's another weapon, so you have the option to repost and try to basically parry this off, if you would like to try. Uh, let me just... And that will cost you two points of strain. You also have a void blow as well, too. Yeah, I think I will attempt to repost. Awesome. So your target number is 13. So you roll your uh, repost action step. Uh, the You do have the option for karma, just as a reminder. Uh, but your target's 13. Uh, I think I'll use a point of karma. So when you do your roll in the roller, just uh, under bonus die, uh, put step four in there. That is a 19. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So I you've got a troll, we'll say a female troll coming at you with a red scaly outfit uh, with a big two-handed sword. You want to describe your riposte of this? I, I think what he what he will do is uh, he sees this coming down towards him, and he will he will just plant his feet very firmly on the deck, and then bring the sword up up in front of him in this sweeping arc. And the force that he exerts behind this is actually enough to it, it it hits and there's this ringing peal. It's like a it's like a bell is rung. The 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 whole the whole ship hears it and he's actually able to push it like it comes down, but then he actually pushes it up and she like stumbles back a little. Okay, and you get to add a little extra in here because you beat that thirteen by more than five, which means you got an extra success. Repost says if you get an extra success, you get to roll damage. Oh. So you get to follow through. All right. And basically you get an extra attack out All of this. Right. <laughs> nice. Nice. So roll your damage for your sword. That is a 21. Mm, Holy wow. cow. All right. Jeez. So you could continue to describe your attack. This is going to be, actually, I have to roll something counter to that to see if this individual stays up because that's going to be a wound. So let me roll one thing quickly, and then I can tell you uh, what happens here, because there is a knockdown step that needs to be rolled here. Six. Nope, it's going to fall. So describe a knockdown blow. All right. If I know that it is falling, uh, I think he, he deflects this. She stumbles back, and then he just he crouches, and he is able to like tuck the sword underneath without injuring himself. And he does like a like a forward somersault. Like I'm guessing their their height is is large enough. Like she's she's braced on the deck with both both her legs, and I think he just does a somersault between her legs behind her, and then swipes like at her at the back of her leg. He hamstrings he hamstrings this troll. Nice. 
And I think she's going to roll back and fall off. <laughs> nice. Basically, what she's trying to do is like, I'm not going to be, I don't like this. I'm getting out of here and I'm going to go wind catch down to the surface. Bye-bye. <laughs> out of here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next. Um, okay. So falls falls forward over the edge. Yep. Rolls over. Uh, Saliak, one more raider coming after you during that. 17, that's going to hit you. So you got an option for another repost or an avoid blow. I'll try another repost, I think. Think you got another? Uh, another this troll. time I'm I'm not going to attempt karma. Though. Okay. Oh, I'm just repost. That eleven. I That'll believe. cost you two points of strain as well, too, doing that. So your target number this time seventeen. So it's a little more difficult. Very hard. Ah, that is a ten. Ten's not enough. So you have an option now. If you want to try to avoid blow, you can still try that. That'll be another point of strain, or you can just take it. In this case, uh, I think I will. I'll take it. All right. There's one coming at you with a spear. And, oh, it was a reroll. Oh, no. 23 Ow. minus armor. Ooh, boy. Oh. <laughs> so you take advantage of this. Okay. You, you think oh, you're no. just, you did the, you know, just, you're just all amazed. And, oh, my God, I got this troll. I pushed I just took it over. One down. took it's one fine. over. It's great. And right behind you, you get stabbed probably in the shoulder, I'm guessing. And take 23 minus your armor. What's your armor? Um, physical armor. Physical armor is 12. That's awesome. You have really armor? good armor, if that's true. I think that's physical sure? defense, my, is my yeah. guess. Uh, no, yeah, your physical no, defense no. was 12. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm reading. I'm reading you're def- looking at your defense. So. Armor rating. Armor rating. Sorry, physical. Uh, sorry. That's wrong. Uh, physical is three. Because you have fern weave, so it's the... Uh, there we go. You have very <laughs> plant-like armor on you. So three. Uh, three gets taken off that. So you take 20 points of damage. You're going to need to roll wound balance, which is a talent you have, in order to stay on your feet. Because you're going to take a wound, so that's one thing you should do. Go to the status page and check off a wound, because uh, you just took a wound. And also check off t- 20 points of damage. Now, roll your um, wound balance talent. Because wound balance... You know what? You don't have wound balance. You didn't take yep. it. I have it, though. So, y- well, you could... Actually, I'd... I have it, I think. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you roll your knockdown test, then. Never mind. So, that's step five. And... So your difficulty on this is going to be you took... You're going to need 17. That's not going to happen. <laughs> that is not going to happen. He needs to roll a Roll your step five, though. Let's see extra. what happens. Wow. <laughs> Can you use karma on that? No, because he doesn't have wound balance, so... Oh. <laughs> I don't think... Oh, 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 gotcha. You got to gotta hope for two D8s in a row there, Wesley. Yep. Oh, man, I am so glad I took Pray wound to balance now. Pray to the dice gods in this one <laughs> and roll your step five. Wesley is blessed by the dice gods, so it could happen. Usually, but this is an entirely different character. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Maybe yeah. it's Henry that's blessed. Oh, Maybe you're right. Five. Oh, well. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Um, the re- I'm down. Those of you who are seeing just noticed, you know, Wesley knocked, uh, or sorry, yes, Aliak knocked uh, this female troll right off the ship and then himself got stabbed in the back by this uh, other troll male with a spear. Ugh. And, um,. You'll notice that Gent has actually now turned and kind of oriented himself towards this spearing um, troll. And um, I'm going to say there's one more attack coming. Um, there is one that is going to try to throw a bola at Mixie. <gasps> okay. Flying, flying target. Watch out, Mixie. I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to do about that because it doesn't matter. Like, he's going to hit me no matter what I do. So you can try to avoid blow if you wish. Um, going to be a low step for that, though. I don't even have that. <laughs> I think he said everyone has a void blow. Oh, okay. 
It's just yeah, raw dex. But you take a point of strain yeah. if you do it. So okay, if gotcha. you're willing to take a point of damage no matter what. I mean, I don't really see the point. I mean, how good, your, how good is your dex step? Not. Oh. My dex is... Well, my dex is 14. It's still step six. There's... What, what do you, first of all, what is your uh, physical defense? Non-existent. Uh, my physical defense is 10. I mean, it's better than mine. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It should be good. Yeah, it should be good because uh, you're Oh, yeah, my them. physical defense is 10. So that is one extra success on it. So I'm going to... Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be evil. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the bola wraps around you. You don't actually take any damage, but you fall over with this bola wrapped around you. Oh. So it's kind of a called shot to knock you down basically is the way it's going to be used um and that is that for raiders wesley uh saliak is next you're yep. on the ground so you can as a option try a jump up test which takes a point of strain and you roll your dexterity and try to get a six and then you can stand up and take an action or just take your action to stand up guaranteed it'll happen um and you'll be ready for the next round uh at this point i'm just gonna try i'm just gonna try to stand up all right, next up, Susanna Mixie is tangled up. Um, do you want to try to detangle yourself or do you want to try some spell casting while you're tangled up on the ground? Who cast at me? Or who threw the thing at me? I think there's only one person <laughs> left on the one Yeah, there's a the there's deck, a troll. Yeah, there's only one troll left on deck that isn't like uh, occupied with like the first mates or uh, first and second mate or someone else. And it's some smart ass with a bola and a, a club. I threw the bowl at you. Well, I'm taking that personally. Um, so I'm going to do the magical equivalent of it if I'm allowed. Okay. So you're on the down and you're you're on the ground and you're going to have to... So what, give, tell me what you're going to try to do and I'll tell you how difficult it's going to be. I'm going to try to cast a spell on this thing called Binding Threads because I think it's funny. Oh, okay. Let's look up that spell. Binding Threads, is it? Yeah. The spell conjures a web of magical threads to entangle an opponent. The magician points at the target and makes a spell casting test against the target's <laughs> mystic defense. So as long as I can get a finger out, I can do this. Yes, that's what I wanted to check, is what is the gesture for this? Because as long as you I just can do the gesture, you're good. <laughs> so you're on the ground, so you're negative three for doing actions, but you can um, spend karma. That's one way to make up for it. I don't see why not. So you're at spell casting minus three, but then you can do a step four for a karma die. Okay. To make up for it. Hold on, wait a second. You have there's threads involved with this one though. So yeah. we gotta get to that. So you actually do thread weaving for a round. How do I threads? <laughs> so you're gonna actually declare to do thread weaving this round. Okay. Now your target like, is getting What exactly two does that mean? So that means you're collecting energy. Uh, magical energy. Okay. Basically, you're doing the concentrating, however you want to describe it, to pull out enough energy out of astral space to do this. So the way you do that is you're going to roll your thread weaving test. Uh, again, you're at negative three because you're on the ground, but you can use karma, which will counteract that somewhat. So, um, and depending on your success level, you may or may not be able to cast this next turn. So let's see what your thread weaving's like. All right. Well, my thread weaving is normally 11, so it's eight. And then you can add uh, step four for the karma die. Can I use two points of karma? If you're using the pot. I have a lot of karma. Uh, no. No? <laughs> you can only use it from one source at a time. You only have the source of uh, thread weaving as a talent. Okay. If you had some other thing that was like, when doing this, you get karma. Gotcha. Uh, okay. You can do it, but... You don't have that. 
I got seven. Okay. Yeah. And that's with the karma too? I rolled like butt again. I rolled a one and a two. So your target number was eight, unfortunately. So you're feeling the magic is just not getting to you and you're probably getting frustrated. I will be benevolent and give you a chance of... Hmm, let's see here. I'm going to get you to roll a dexterity test. I know that's low for you, but I want to see if you can easily distangle yourself or not. You're probably a fairly low dexterity, but I'm going to set difficulty four on this. I haven't rolled above a two the entire time we've been playing. How's I rolled it another feel, one. Susanna? Hmm? How's it oh, feel? Normal, actually. I now normally I'm roll like ass, which is why I don't play games where I have to roll. Yeah, I would never think I would have heard something like that out of somebody who does this. So what does Mixie do? Is she, is Mixie like screaming and like no, cursing? No, she's or just what, quietly frustrated. There? She was pointing at the guy going, you do it, you do it, you do it, you do it. And it wasn't working. So now she's just messing with this thing, <laughs> trying to get out of it. So she's not particular. She's kind of just like, well, I hope nobody notices me, but I can't really do anything about it. So I'm, I'm sure Mixie is not particularly unused to being stuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yet another time you've gotten stuck yep. somewhere. All right. I'm going to let's see everyone roll initiative again next round. I got a nine again. Oh, Damn. Susanna got rolled 14. 14. Finally. Just had to complain oh, about but, it enough. Oh, but my my numbers are less because of my stupid wound. I got a two. Wesley, what did you get? Two. Oh, you got a two. So, Mixie, you're tangled up and on 14 you get to go, though. So, you're on the ground. I'm going to say... Yeah, go ahead. Tell me what you want to try again. Well, I have a little knife. Can I dig it out and try to cut myself free? Yeah, let's do that. Um, Let's roll dexterity again. Unless you have melee weapons or something. No, even that wouldn't work. Um, yeah, just roll broad dexterity again. Better than rolling strength, I suppose. Yeah, windling strength is not good. I'm going to put a low difficulty on this. Three. Well, stop telling me what the difficulty is. <laughs> it's, not, it's not helping. <laughs> <laughs> Never tell me oh, they are. The fan should know. I rolled a nine this time. All right, nine. So yeah, you're able to cut yourself out. And hey. I'll give you... I'll be benevolent because I feel bad that I knocked you down so easily and the spellcasters always have a rougher time. So uh, would you like to try to th thread weave again? That, um, um, that thing you were thread weaving before? Well, it wasn't working before, so I'm thinking maybe I'm just a little flustered. So maybe I'll just try something a little easier and I'll try to set his ass on fire. Okay. I'm going to use flame flash, which is a lower level spell. So that's a one thread spell. So you still need to weave a thread. So I'll let you weave a thread. Okie dokie. Roll your thread weaving, not minus three this time. <laughs> I just want people to know that I was looking over and she almost accidentally typed in 111 yeah, as her I step. Was, I almost typed in a step 111. <laughs> Instead of 11. Uh, I got 10. 10. Yeah, that's a success. So okay. that's a, even an extra success, but oh, good you don't need two threads. You only matter. need one. <laughs> so Alrighty. you have your thread and you're ready to cast next round, basically. Yay. Hannah, Quinn, Quinnamea, what do you want to do? Um, Actually, why, why don't I give you uh, a quick um, half magic perception again? So that's okay. perception plus your circle, which is four. Option of karma. Because um, I think I can give you a little more insight as a raider and as a captain. Yeah, I'll just do the regular step. Okay. So it's just step ten, then six plus four? Yes, it is. So half magic is used as a fill-in by GMs, basically, for things that you should logically know as a sky raider in this case. So, in I this case, being eight, wrecking, yeah, it's all it's all right. 
In this case, recognizing other Sky Raiders and the techniques they okay. might use. So they're trolls, pretty obviously. So they're probably part of one of the troll moots that, of the Crystal Raiders or one of the other raiding clans out there. Um, they're in red scales, which you don't recognize. You're not sure which clan this is. But if you were right now, just the way they're attacking, if you were to guess, they're trying a quick and dirty to see how weak or strong your ship is. So if you can show some really good strength right off the bat and really just push them off, they'll probably just go away and go like, yeah, this isn't an easy target. Gotcha. Off we go. <laughs> okay. And especially after okay. seeing what happened with the one that Saliak knocked, went, went overboard and you don't think it... Uh -huh. That Saliak actually pushed it overboard, pushed her overboard. She'd probably jump, which means, yeah, their orders are probably just to see how, how easy it is to poke you. Test the waters. Okay. Um, well, that being said, I'm going to battle shout again <laughs> at the All one right. that's left on deck. <laughs> All right. And that's the one that attacked Mixie. And I, I'm going to yes, say there are, there are others, but they're occupied by your uh, first mates and second mate. Um, uh, just narratively, not having to roll gotcha. all those other things for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want to spend all day trying to roll for other people. It's so boring. Yeah. See. I, I try to do a narrative thing where however it goes for you Ooh. guys is how it goes for them. Yeah, I did the same thing. I got an 11 for my battle show. That did it. Awesome. So, they have a negative two now. They're a negative two. What are you going to do? I am going to stab them again with my uh, thorn. And I do have to make a correction. I looked up the rules for that, and I should be using unarmed combat because it's an right. attached weapon. Because oh. it's attached to your so tail. So I actually, yes, it's attached to my tail. So I actually get a step ac action step 13. Oh, Dang. nice. Awesome. That's awesome. Go for it. And can I use karma? You can. Okay, so I'll put four in the next box after that. Yes, you do. That's a 12. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that will hit. I'm going to see if they can try. I am curious what the battle shout actually sounds like. It's just a yell. So Yeah, what do you shout? Do you shout anything in particular? Probably or just a bunch shouting? of real um, bad words. <laughs> I was honestly just thinking, because I am a Tuskrang, it's just kind of like a dinosaur-like <laughs> kind of a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> that hurt my throat. <laughs> just this terrifying okay. like shriek. Okay, this one tries to avoid blow, but does not do it. So you're going to roll damage now. Awesome. Okay, this is my first time rolling damage. So let me look. Yeah. So it'll be your guitar. Is it called Kithard? Is it Ch or K? It's C be, I would say Ch. Yeah, Ch. Chitard yeah, Thorn. Ch Chitard Thorn? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure how to say it, so I was just saying And what thorn. does it look like? Do you remember <laughs> what the description of what this looks like? Yeah. Um, so it's basically like a curved dagger that is like in the shape of like a scorpion stinger that's attached to my tail. Nice. Cool. So I literally just like whip around and stab this guy with my uh, dagger that's attached to my tail. Nice. Um, and I use my damage step. Yes, roll damage. Ooh. Okay, my damage step is 11. Dang. Okay, a minus armor. That's not very much. You notice it's kind of a... Yeah. It gets caught by the armor a little bit. Not not a ton of damage, but at least you connected this time. That's 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 good. Yeah. And this raider is going to pull out a short sword. And um, go for you, actually. Uh, it is minus two, though. Okay. Okay, nine. Does nine hit your physical defense? No, my physical defense is 12. 
Okay, wow. so it's gonna try to hit you. Swings with a sword, but misses you widely. Uh, who else we got left on deck? So we hit that. Uh, there was one down, and the one near, yeah, Stravak. You have the one near you that was originally going after Gent, but uh, has more focused on you now. It's also, it's not yeah. battle, yeah, it's still battle shelled actually, and it's got the wound, so yeah, not doing great. All right, Thravek does 11 hit your physical defense. It does. All right, would you like to, do you have a void blow or would you like to try? I do not have a void blow. All right. So I'd like to try, what is it, just the dex okay. one? Yeah, your target number's 11. Yeah. Take a point strain. I mean. Roll your dex. I'll have to get a D8, but it's worth a shot. I got a 12.5% chance of getting that eight, so. Nerd. Oh, I can't believe you can do that kind of math in your head. Like, <laughs> just. I just, I just, me. I know my numbers. Nope, that's five. Oof. Five ain't it. Nope. All right. So this one's minus a couple things for battle shoot and the wound. Oh, you're lucky. Five minus armor. I think that glances off your armor, doesn't it? Yes, my armor's five, so that comes out to zero. Yep. You take a hit, but you don't take any damage. Nice. 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 Team. All right. And, um... I'll say that you notice that uh, coming up from the ladder uh, from below decks is the cook, um, who you haven't met yet. Yeah. Um, and you see a fireball come flying out from the cook. Turns out the cook's an adept and an elementalist. Nice. And hits hits one of the ones next to um, the first mate. Um, and then next, uh, Thravek. Um, so just to kind of paint the scene, I've got one on me that I'm fighting right now. There's one on <laughs> Saliak. And then there's the one that went after Mixie. Is there any other ones? No. Uh, and the other one with uh, on Saliak, uh, Gent, and <laughs> this one, the, the spear one, are uh, basically pairing off right now. Um, but okay. you can you can hit yeah. that one if you want to. Yeah. Yep. No, no, no. I was just trying to see if there's anything else I had to do. I think I'm going to stick with the guy who's going after me. So yeah. he's just going to say, um, oh, that's all you got? And uh, he's going to swing back at him and try and hit him where he failed to hurt me. All right. Roll melee weapons. That is an action step nine. Nope, I only got a five on Oof. that one. I oh, rolled a one no. and a four. So you take up... What is, what, is, what, what, what is your weapon, by the way? It is a scython axe. Scython axe. Um, what do those look like? It's a siphon axe. So it's kind of like a hook shape. Is that, that the idea? I think so. I'm trying to remember the description from the book. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Scythe. Oh, scythe. 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 Okay. Yeah, Scythe is an, uh, it's an ancient uh, dwarven civilization that, you know, not around anymore, but also, I believe the axe also kind of looks like a scythe. So. Okay. <laughs> that, I, I think that's what they're. I found the description if you want me to read it. Yeah, go ahead. It says that it's a one-handed weapon featuring a single axe head, and on the side opposite to the blade, the weapon is either flat or has a small spike or hook. Ah, it's a it's a war axe. Yeah. Yeah. So you got the a weapon war is axe. also referred to as knee crusher. <laughs> oh <laughs> boy. Well, I am at about its I don't knees, like that. so <laughs> <laughs> I am at about the height of his knees, so. So unfortunately, yeah, you swing and miss with that Scythian axe. And, um, yeah, you missed the knees, unfortunately. Uh, Saliak. So, what you see in front of you, Saliak, is that it seems like Gent, Scamperly, and this 
a spear-wielding troll are sparring off. What would you like to do? Okay, uh, and he he just, he stabbed me, but he didn't, like, he took the spear back. It's not still stuck in my shoulder, is it? Yeah, it just, it just stabbed into you and pulled out. And then um, him and uh, Gent got into it. And Gent seems to be doing pretty good, but um, yeah, could probably use a hand. Now I wonder if my character would actually help him or not. <laughs> <laughs> Just to I prove mean, you've that got, you're the uh, better man. <sighs> I, I can tell you that you see Thravik over there struggling to to swing an axe at at a at a wounded uh, troll that you could probably blindside. I mean, I hit him pretty good once already. You know, I think I will say that my character is uh, not made for combat. You do get an advantage <laughs> if you blindside someone. Yeah, I I think this um. In his in his brain, even amongst all the chaos, I, I think he he decides to use this as a kind of Alright, we know is like I know that you're I know that you've been fake this whole time, but let's see if you can actually do something. So he is going to be kind of watching this other <laughs> thing out of the corner of his eye, but he is going to attempt to blindside the troll that is engaging with Thravik. Awesome. Saliak, my buddy, to the rescue. Exactly, because mm-hmm. you guys are friendly in this game. Yeah, we <laughs> are friendly buddies. For once. We actually don't hate each other in this version. <laughs> the, the bonus you get from blindsiding in this system is that you have an easier target number, which is going to be their physical defense minus two. So you still roll the same, but um, you just have an easier time. So roll your. Uh, you can also do maneuver. Actually, that's another thing that maybe I should recommend because you're a sword, sword master, which um, basically yeah, I... is your fancy footwork, is what it represents. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna try to, you know, given the distance across the deck, I think I'm gonna just try to, you know, dodge and weave and up and down in order to get over there, but using my maneuver move. Yeah, so roll maneuver. Uh, you'll take a point or two a strain for that. Uh, ten. Ten. So, roll step ten. That is a nine. That is just enough to hit with a blindside. Now, that's not a hit. It's not a hit because it's a maneuver, but because you're blindsiding, you have a lower difficulty. So you get one, what I call success, what I'll call a success here, which means you now get to add plus two to your melee weapon test. So next you roll your melee weapons test to do your attack. Oh, I just just make my step 13, right? Yeah, you make it a step 13 because your maneuver added plus two. It's also an easier to hit target too, so... 16. Woo. 16, yeah. So you have what's called an extra success um, on this attack. So that means you get to add plus two to any damage you do. Okay. So plus two steps to your damage. That means, or or I'm sorry, that's just, the last one was just if I hit, right? Yep, now you're doing damage. Mm-hmm. This one's damage. Which is plus two, but is also subtracted because of wound. That's already in the sheet though, so. That is a 28. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. All right. Oh. I get to roll a knockdown for that, and that's not going to go so well. No kidding. Uh, it is the knockdown step. It is 12, but it's minus three right now because of things. And then that's another wound, so it's actually eight. The difficulty of 28, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Seven. Ooh. No, yeah. so you're going to knock them <laughs> right down. All right. Describe your attack and knock uh, that knocks them down. All right. Uh, I think if I'm coming at uh, if I'm coming at him from from the side, he is watching Thravik, but he I'm moving so fast he's not watching me, and my my cloak is like flying out behind me, and then I just 
I turn my, I, I think he, he turns the uninjured shoulder. He, he turns his uninjured side towards him and he's like, he's holding the sword like this. And in combination, he will like. That's not helpful. This is an audio medium. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> holding it. it. <laughs> I'm holding it in camera view. What am I doing? He's got a reverse <laughs> grip on the sword and he's about to stab it like he's stabbing yeah, a, basically, a steak. It's into a side of meat. I'm going to bull rush with my shoulder at the same time throwing both my arms and opposite shoulder into this swing. Awesome. And um, we're going to roll one more round of initiative here. Am I allowed to say anything if it's not my turn or no? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think, like, Thravek's sitting there and, like, misses his swing against this guy, and then Saliat comes back, like, comes up from behind and, like, gets this guy and knocks him down. And he's just like, Ha, this is why I follow you around, Saliak. You're always fun to watch in combat. I think I think he I think he turns to him and he's he's obviously in pain, but he he's not gonna he's not gonna drop the show for even a second. And he looks at him and he says, "This is where you can tell the difference between the masters and the students." And he kind of kicks at the uh, kicks at the one that <laughs> fell. I got an eight on my initiative. Can we use karma on initiative? No, not unless you have a thing that says you can. Okay. I got a one. I have some kind of talent that allows for special karma use, but I don't remember what it is. It's recovery tests, I believe, for you, but I should double check that. I got a six. Okay, actually, wait, um, my my initiative was uh, for this new round is 15. Very nice. So, Saliak, you have one that's down, be, been downed in front of you. They're not out. They're not, like, unconscious or anything like that. Just knocked down, but they do have a couple of visible wounds. Ah. Uh. It's a male troll with, uh, I believe it was the, it was the axe wielding one, a two-handed axe. Yeah. Um, and you're not too far from the edge of the deck if you, you wanted to, uh, I, I don't know if you could try to throw him over or not, but I, I, mean, I don't, it's a like, troll, I don't know so about... it'd be really hard. <laughs> so you know what, that's he's probably, probably pretty not heavy, yeah. I don't think he's going to try to kick or throw him, but, uh, if he's down, I think he might just be going for a headshot. Are you attacking to stun or just a, um, a regular attack? Actually, I I think I'll because there's the option in this system to to do non-lethal damage if you want. I, I think he decides that it might be of use to have one of these alive in order to figure out what exactly, if anything, is going on. <laughs> Besides, if it, if it's if there's more to it than a than just a oh ship, let's attack. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try. He's gonna try to uh, knock uh, knock him unconscious, basically. Okay, roll. Uh, yeah, melee weapons. Uh, you can maneuver and all that if you want to, or you can just go straight to melee weapons. It's going to be a much easier target because they're negative three because yeah. they're on the ground. Not blindsided anymore, though. So Twelve. Yeah, twelve will hit. And um, yeah, so roll your damage because they can't really avoid, I'm not even to try to avoid on the ground with two wounds and <laughs> who knows what else. So roll damage. Ten. Okay. So you'll have to brain them a little bit. It doesn't knock them out or anything. But um, yeah, you were able to get... You're probably in the struggling and stuff. You just didn't hit the right spot uh, too well. You caught some of the armor and uh, you, you, you hurt them, but you didn't give them any more wounds or anything. But they're still kind of moving about. Nixie, you are ready to cast now, I believe. Yeah. Ooh, let's go, Mixie. Do I have to cast the thing I had prepared? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to set somebody on fire. Um, who's left? Uh, the one that threw the thing at you, I believe. 
and the one that's on the ground in front of Saliak. Okay. And then there's one engaged with Gent, right? And then the one so engaged with Gent. Yeah, Gent Scapperly. Well, I don't care about him. I'm still mad about the guy that uh, attacked me. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna set him on fire. Okay. Well, to put him on fire. <laughs> okay. I'm not the fire player for once, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So you're gonna roll spell spell casting. And I got a plus two because of something I have. Oh yes, you're right. I'm gonna. Can I use karma on this? Yeah, on the spell casting you can. Cool. It's basically spell casting to see if you can hit, and then there's an effect test to see how much damage it is. Cool. Ten. All right. So ten. That will hit. Okay. And there is no. There, there is a kind of, um, they don't have it, but there is a kind of a void blow for, for spells. It's called uh, Steel Thought that some of you might have. Uh, but I have these that ones one. do not have it, so they can't do it. Yeah. I do there, it's not a defaultable skill, so yeah. <laughs> so what you're going to roll on this is your effect test on this. So it says will plus five against physical. So this is a physical spell. Yeah. So you roll your willpower step plus five as your damage. Okay. 11. So it's 11 minus Mystic. They don't you know, they don't have much Mystic armor. Um, <laughs> I'm going to actually have to check that because uh, they may get wounded by this. No, they didn't. Very, very close. Very, very close. So do you want to describe what it looks like? What just happened? Yeah, so I, I kind of like look over there and I see the guy still alive. I'm finally out of these bonds. I finally get to cast something. And I make this kind of like fanning motion with my hand at him almost like a go away kind of motion and this huge gout of blue arcane flame blasts out of my hand and gets fanned towards this guy and sets him on fire he is bathed in magical fire and they're just gonna start screaming and kind of trying to put themselves out mixy smiles Quinnamaya is next. Me. Um, you're noticing. Does anybody um, have any of the troll languages as their known languages? Because I know Thravik. Um, let me check. Oh, not me. I have a lot of languages. From talents, no. Unfortunately, I do not. I know Orzet, but that's not no, troll. No, but it'd be a skill. I know. Is it Thralic? Trolls are the few it? that I and don't know. Sistering. Yeah, in this case, it would be Highland Troll, I think, yep. or something like that. Nope. Yeah, I don't have Okay. It. I just have my languages, apparently. Yeah, I only know two languages. I can read and write five complete languages, and I can speak an additional sixth one. So um, the trolls are yelling out something, and Kunamea, you think they might be rushing to get out of here. Uh, I think they've decided. Um, One of them, uh, you think... I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you've spent enough time as a Sky Raider and amongst a few trolls because you have some around. You just know a word or two. Um, the one for Adept just got thrown around. Maybe they're a little worried that there's way too many Adepts on this on this ship for them to deal with, maybe. Uh, so it looks like gotcha. they're probably about to bail out of here. Because, I mean, two of them, one of them got attacked by you know, the element, the elementalist yeah. who came out, uh, the cook who came up, and the other got fried by a windling, so um, <laughs> they might be looking to head out. So, what do you do? Um, I should have done this last round, but I forgot I had the ability. I'm going to use air speaking, um, mm. and I'm basically going to make all of my crew and all of, like, um, 
Saliak, Thravek, and Mixie, I'm gonna tell them to, like, basically hit them hard and they'll leave. Okay. Because that's the information I got from the last thing, like, kind of, like, yep. observing just what I know, so... I'm gonna use air speaking. Uh, and it says, there's no limit to the number of targets that can be affected at once, so I can talk to all of my crew, and I can talk to all of them. They just have to be within rank times 10 yards, which I think everybody is. Yep. And, and all targets hear the same words. So, yeah. Nice. So. So I have to make an air speaking test and compare it to the mystic defense of each target. And then if it's successful, the target hears the speaking. Okay, so whoever's got the highest mystic defense is your target number, basically. It's probably but me. But really, yeah, if you roll low, it's just whoever has a mystic defense lower. Yeah, it's probably Andrew's character. It's probably yeah. Thravek. Yeah. How high is So Thravek, what's your mystic defense? 13. Uh. 13. So... <laughs> No, it's not a cast. It's not a. It's it's not a. It won't it won't work if if it doesn't hit thirteen. It's just a, he won't hear it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm too good at getting rid of magical effects. All right, my step is ten. I think. Yeah. All right. Ooh, oh, I got very oh, nice. Wow, nice. It. All right. So what this looks like is um. Basically, I don't actually vocalize, like, my lips move, but there's no, like, noise. But then everyone just kind of hears, like, on the wind, like, past their ears, me saying, like, hit them hard and they'll leave. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she does this, and then I think she gives one last battle shout to the guy, the one that has the spear that's attacking Gent Scapperly. Yeah, okay, awesome. So I think that's the last one that she hasn't shouted at. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, oh, reroll. That's a 17. Seven. So that's an extra success. They're going to be negative four Oof. to actions until the end of the next round. Nice, okay. So okay. you have scared them. You have really scared the them Jesus now. out of him. <laughs> All right. And with him being scared, I'm going to run over there and attack him uh, again with my Chitard Thorn. Yeah. 13. 13. All right. All right. That'll hit. And that, Ooh. not an extra success, but it will hit. Okay. And then my damage step is 11, so I'll roll that. Eight. Oof. Not much. A bit of a yeah. glancing blow. <laughs> I'm going to roll something on behalf of Gent Scapperly. <laughs> I was going to say, how well is he faring against <laughs> this guy? They kind of trade blows and... The one that was uh, the spear, the one with the spear that was trading blows at Jen Scapperly, gets a parting shot, but not really much. Doesn't really land and runs for the side um, of the deck, as well as the others, which seem to be all basically rushing to get off deck to jump and head off to the ground. I guess uh, the one that was knocked down, they they got up. Um, they're badly wounded, but good enough to just get over the side of the deck and jump. And, um, yeah, you are left on deck with, um, some bleeding crew, um, and, uh, I believe some of you are a little bit wounded, a bit of blood on the deck, but, um, you've, uh, survived a raider attack. Nice. Cool. Ooh. Oh, okay. Got my message in a little late, but it's fine. <laughs> Got the job done. Can I look over the edge to see if they're still falling? Yeah, so you can look over, yes, and uh, you'll see that they're doing their um, air catching again, wind catching. Cool. I still want to make one of them fall. 
Can I make the one that I set on fire just fall? Uh, possibly. Yeah, how about you... Uh, what do you have in your matrix right now for spells? It's a talent. I have to spell magic as a talent. I don't know how... It, I don't know what the range on that is. Oh, yes, that's right. Let me look up Dispel Magic, because I haven't dealt with that one in quite some time. I'm just curious. It's on one, page 139, apparently. Must be into the rank two yards of target effect. Makes Dispel against the difficulty number based on the effect. Okay, yeah, I think I know how that works. All right, so I'm going to get you to do... Yeah, this will be fun. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, you can... Um, where, where, where were you on the initiative order? I'm just taking a look. A uh, second? Uh, this round? Yeah, as they jump over... Yeah, it's not this round, but next round, I think you can fly down a bit. Um, what's your flight range right now? 16. So you have 16 yard range. That's pretty good. I'm going to say, yeah, there's a good chance that you could get within, what is it, rank times two yards. What's your rank in Dispel Magic? Four. So that means you just have to get within eight. Uh, I'm going to get you to roll... Yeah, just roll your spell cast or your dispel magic, actually. Okay. I don't want to make you. I don't want to make you roll initiative because it seems weird. I mean, it's not. They're. they're We're they're technically falling, out of combat. Falling. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I rolled eleven. Eleven. Ooh, that nice. will hit. That will hit. All right. So. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, definitely. We'll we'll say it's the one that um, that speared um, Saliak oh, is the okay. one you get to, and you dispel. It's Windcatcher, and it begins to fall. And you guys just hear a screaming. You hear Mixie dive over the edge of it, and you suddenly hear screaming. And then Mixie just floats back up and sits on the edge of the uh, <laughs> of the ship wall. <laughs> oh, <sighs> Stupid pirates. <laughs> Quinn kind of squints at you. <laughs> what? You're a good pirate right now. And so, does anybody anybody have does anybody have wounds right now? No, I'm good. Nope. <laughs> I didn't take I any do. damage. Yeah, I think it's for Saliak. Just so you know how this system works. So in order in order to recover a wound, you have to f heal all of your damage first. And then um, the next morning when you wake up, it goes away. Or you can get a healing potion or something like that. But I think okay. that Quinn Maya, you would have some stuff on board for healing and all that. But you also have a cook who happens to be an elementalist. And they happen to be able to kind of cook up things that can heal. So I think um, Vestogas, the chef... Yes, Vistogus is another Tastrang. Uh, I think maybe like a red color Tastrang. Very fiery red color. Yeah. Looks looks over at Sally and goes, Oh, you need some fine cooking, don't you? <laughs> Come on down. An offer of food. Hmm. That is one thing I never refused. Well, not just food. Some good, um, well-cooked food that will heal up uh, some of that for you. Would I be allowed to make a fire blood test as the combat's wrapping up, or is it too late for that? Yeah, I usually allow that. The, the, just the tail end of the combat, yeah. you could do a fire blood test. I'll, uh, can I do that too, actually? Oh, yeah. yeah, you could do that too. I'll do that. What is a fire blood test? It's a talent that requires the heat of combat. So I usually count that as just when it ends, you can use it right away. And so both of you roll your uh, fire blood. And um, yeah, remember that um, Thravak has the option of two points of karma if he likes. I think I could get it with just... Actually, I think so does Quinmea too. I think I can get it with just the single test, so I'm going to try it with just rolling my... Because I have a step 11, okay. so I only have 12 damage. All right, that's a 15. I got a 7. So yeah, you recover f 15 and 7 points of damage. So uh, the way it's going to work for uh, Saliak is you're going to roll um, your recovery test plus 6. 
So to give a description of what this looks like, because I think Susanna asked that, the description of the fireblood is the blood oozing from an adept scratches, cuts, and injuries, bubbles, and hisses, cleansing, cauterizing, and healing them. The adepts must be engaged in combat, although they do not have to be directly facing an opponent. The heat of being in or near a battle provides the stimulus for the talent. Cool. Yeah, so we just kind of magically yeah, cauterize Yeah, so basically our, own our wounds. blood just starts kind of like bubbling and just healing up on yeah. its own, which is awesome. <laughs> I love it too. Yeah, I think it's sweet. Yeah, I think Mixie probably goes over to uh, Quinemea as this is happening and says, Oh, what's that? It's a, um, just something I can do. Just heal me up real quick. That's really cool. Combat really gets the blood going, you know what I mean? No, I try. I try to avoid it in most cases. I'm not, I'm not very good at it. Ah, it's a bit of it's a bit of fun. You should try it more. Oh well. And she thinks about the guy she just sent plummeting to his death. Yeah, I suppose. Um, I'm gonna get Saliak to roll a um. So a couple things. First of all, Vistogas is going to just make you a wonderful meal. Um, we'll say meat and potatoes. Some one of the best mm. meals you've had in a while, and it's been infused with some kind of elementalist magic. Mm. That actually makes you feel better. And he's doing this up for several of the crew members as well. Those others that were injured. Perhaps the first mate and um, even for Gent Scapperly. <laughs> Who seems to have been able to more or less hold his own on this. But he is a bit more humbled uh, from this experience. Uh, hmm. Maybe only temporarily. But <laughs> okay, he, he's not, not so braggardly right now. And um, you will roll a step 11 to start with. And we're going to take that result, and we take one off the end of the result for the wound you have. But we'll see what you get. That is a 10. Okay, so you recover nine points of damage, and that takes a recovery test away from you. And uh, I think um, the first mate is going to look at you and go, uh, Would you like a bit of a top-off? Um, I got some hard stuff over here. Uh. And he pulls out... Um, a bottle of whiskey and a healing potion. Uh, <laughs> My favorite combination. <laughs> I, I think. I think. It's especially, it's the Sky Raider special. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he'll. I think he'll turn and he'll just say, "Ah, oh, any assistance is much appreciated." So he takes um, a what it looks to be a double-sized shot glass, mixes together the healing potion and the rum. Uh, in this case, uh, or no, yeah, we'll go whiskey because I said that uh, and the whiskey. <laughs> Whiskey and healing potion. Nice. Mix them together and hand it to you and say, bottoms up. And um, you get to remove your wound and roll step uh, 11. That's cool. Oh, so That's really cool. Remove entirety of wound because I had two from that, uh, that wound. Oh, you had two. Well, you only get one from a healing potion, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm completely healed up just from the fire blood. I didn't take that much except yeah. strain. I didn't get hit, so. Because you yeah, said same. more too because I had 20 something damage or whatever it was. Yeah, I forgot about that other one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got hit pretty hard. Yeah, I did. Yep. Okay, then I will roll for step up again. Twelve. Twelve. So yeah, if you still have a wound, then that's eleven. Um, you get back, and um, you basically later in the day, and I'm gonna wave this on narratively a little later. Um, I think Vistogus is gonna feel kind of bad and be like, you know what? Let's have a special meal meal later tonight. Um, <laughs> give you just a little more boost because oh boy you took a lot in that one yeah get you some of that good just grain cooking <laughs> and um is anybody else planning to do anything uh during it's starting to head into evening now and uh this 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 is past and i think um 
Quinn, may uh, you're 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 thinking your initial um, thoughts that um, this was just a bit of a test to see if you were a soft target or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as uh, you basically passed this test, <laughs> looks like. <laughs> Uh, and I think your first mate more or less agrees with that assessment. Feeling confident, yeah. Um, but uh, would you be maybe showing people around too? Like they, they're probably getting a bunk or something that for, for sleeping for the night. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, she's going to be showing people around and then uh, pouring over her maps to see where a good place might be to stop for the night. So yeah, you have two options for stopping for the night. You can either just keep going and um, basically have a overnight shift keeping in the air and just watching to see if there's any problems or you're gonna have to see if you can find somewhere to land and um we'll see you know so i'll get you to roll air sailing actually okay. to determine this to see how we'll, we'll treat a narrative and see what, what would be the preferred thing roll higher it's more likely you're gonna stay in the air lower more likely you're gonna want to land set up camp can i use a karma on this yes you can okay so then my air sailing is 10 i think yeah 10 but i'll use a karma Ooh. All right, that's a 14. Nice. You feel the skies are pretty clear right now, and uh, you don't see any signs of storms or anything. So you think you can have kind of a coast for the night kind of thing? Yeah, then that's what I would instruct my my crew is just to set up a, you know, watch for the night and we'll just keep going. And uh, who who's here is a, you know, early sleeper versus like late night type person or someone anyone interested in just like taking a watch shift or anything. I'm probably up really late reading something. Yeah. I think in recovery of wounds, Salak is knocked out. He's not staying up. (laughs) That makes sense. Yep, definitely. How about Thravek? I think Thravek would, um, on a normal night, he would just hang out around the campfire or whatever with Salak, but he's asleep. So he's probably, um reading and studying with Mixie because he kind of found her as like a kindred spirit that way earlier. Maybe not like chatting and discussing, but maybe just like reading quietly in the same area, studying up on kind of the the Emerald Valley area. Yeah. And um, I think that goes on for a while. And uh, sorry, remind me, Wesley, you said you were going to sleep early because of the The recovery of wounds (laughs) purposes. Because normally, yeah, normally if there was some kind of a party going on, he'd be He'd be front and center, but but not not today. Yeah, I don't know if there's yep. a party, but no, <laughs> yeah, I know. Even Jens Caperly is like, I need to recover. I yeah, <laughs> bottoms up and just drinks a whole bunch of the uh, the Sky Raider special of the yeah. healing potion and whiskey, and uh, gets an early night. I'm gonna get uh, Sally to roll willpower, oh, oh. just straight willpower. Oh. Eleven. Or willpower. Ooh, 11's really good. Okay. So when you're asleep, like just in your first bit of sleep, you actually have a fairly vivid dream oh. um, that you actually have a little bit of, I'll say a little bit of control over. Hmm. Um, you find yourself in a large, dark space. You don't really recognize it, but you're not really sure if you're in a canyon or a hall of maybe one of the halls of the Kingdom of Thrall. But Eventually, you settle upon thinking, you know what? I think I'm in a care, deep in a care. Because you've, you've, you and Thravek have done that a few times before. Yeah. You recognize this. And there are two other figures with you. Uh, they both seem familiar, but you're kind of in a dreamlike haze and you're just kind of ignoring that there's a couple other people with you. You're not thinking too much about what that is. And let me think here for a second. You are an elf, right? Yes. So you have low light vision. So you're seeing in this space, like, just barely making out the shadow, the shapes of 
perhaps some old buildings. So that does kind of confirm for you, yeah, this must be some kind of care. And you look up above you and there's like, looks almost like clouds above you. There's very thick kind of mist and there's a very slight glow to it. And I mean, you've seen this in some cares where they have a bit of environment in there. Thrall is certainly like this, where it's large enough to have almost a little weather system going on in there. Hmm. And um, you, you're just not sure where that glow is coming from, but maybe you're thinking, oh, maybe if this, maybe if I'm in an old care that um, is not active anymore, maybe it's an old burned out um, elementalist crafted sun. You've, you've heard about these um, and they, they were used as light sources for care crops and just so people would have something, some kind of light naturally, well, unnaturally in terms of like magic. Not bright enough to light up the space, but you just barely notice there's a bit of a glow there. Okay. Uh, but then something at your periphery catches your eyes uh. and you see a wall next to you and there's a little crack in the wall. Huh. And there's a bit of a glow coming out of the crack in the wall. And this glow begins to slowly leak out. And then very quickly, this vine-like tendril begins growing out of it. And then you stop and you think, you know, just for a split second, you think it was vine-like, but actually is more vein-like. Ooh, okay. Yeah, you tense up, it sounds like. And this single vein branches into many, and then they kind of glow and pulse in the dark uh, with a heartbeat-like cadence. And it creeps towards you very, very close towards you very quickly. And swiftly. Uh, I think he's been around long enough to know that this, whatever it is, will be very bad for him should it catch hold of him. So, uh, yeah, I think he's just gonna, I mean, he's gonna try to put as much distance between this thing as he can, or else, if it's still small enough, he might take a swing at it, but he thinks of doing that, but then he doesn't, because seeing how quickly it's growing, he's afraid that if he does and he misses, these vine things might grab hold of his weapon, and that's, that's bad. <laughs> As you turn around to run, um, there's this elf in front of you, ashen gray, his skin and um, but orc-like fangs, and he's kind of fairly well lit by the glowing thing growing behind you, but empties eye sockets, uh, except they aren't empty. It's actually very deep black, and unable to reflect light, and that kind of reminds you of something you saw recently. And there's a green glow beginning to emanate from behind the eyes, and then you hear a gasp beside you and a distorted popping sound. And then you wake up. And what? I think we'll end it there. Oh, <laughs> man. What the heck? <sighs> okay. Just as a description of my face, I just did that gif of the guy looking off to the right, like, blinking. Yeah, you like, did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow.